Do what? Was he like, an, oh, shit, I asked the wrong guy? No, he just, well, I was drunk first off, and so it was... Journey to 30 Part 2 brought to you by the 7 Stars Podcast. Thanks everybody for your downloads and your listens and just any of the attention that you can give to the pod. We really appreciate it. Um, it's been the, the key reason why I even started this back up and started doing a season two. Um, everybody's support, their likes, their listens, their shares, their comments, their texts, all of it's been really um uh, really great. The, just the support's been um, a, a huge motivation piece for me in getting these out in a more timely manner, making sure that I'm creating content that I'm proud of and that, that hopefully you guys are, are enjoying as well. For part two of the Journey to 30 series, I'm going to be sitting down with my good friend Andy Goodnight, whose voice you heard in the intro. Um, Andy's uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends. Um, I've known him for for 18 years, and and you know, once you have a friendship that celebrates its its 18th year of, of uh, being in existence, then you know that Andy Gunnett will probably hit on it at a bar if he re- if he comes across it. Um, just kidding, I had to throw a cheap joke in at Andy's expense just for the hell of it, because he pokes a lot of fun at me in this episode. It's really fun. It's a really entertaining interview. Um, Andy's just a, a tremendous character with with a great sense of humor. Uh, and he's, he's a dear friend of mine. He's going to be a groomsman in my wedding. And, um, and during this interview, he was really insightful. Um, uh, sorry if that sounded surprising. It's just uh, he provided probably the best interview out of everybody that I talked to in regards to the series. And I think that comes from the fact that as a friend, um, he gains more insights into your life, right? You tend to turn to friends um, more frequently than you turn to your family at times when you're going through things or when you're um, you know, you're kind of experiencing things in life. And so I think that gave him a really unique, but also earnest, um, insights into, into the, you know, just like the journey that I went through in, in turning 30. And so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you like it. Um, if you do like it, please feel free to share this, tell your friends about it, maybe comment on social media, provide some feedback to us, whatever it is that you do that would probably get the most attention to the podcast. Cause we do want this thing to grow. We wanted, we do want to gain some momentum. Um, it would be great to, to see more people maybe that, um, just have like a passing interest in what we're doing here. Right? They don't they don't know me personally. They don't know Durham. They don't know um, the reason for the Seven Stars podcast, or they don't even know any of the people that I'm talking to for the series. But just anybody's attention into you know what what we're doing here and what we're trying to to cultivate in regards to a following would be awesome. Uh, with that being said, uh, for this episode, I had originally promised it was going to be Andy and my dad, but just due to um, just the length of the interviews, the amount of editing that was taking place, it made more sense to condense this down into into um, separate ones. And so part three will be coming out in two short weeks. That'll be an interview with my dad about his his journey to 30 and, and his thoughts on my own. Um, that was also a great interview. I really appreciated his time as well as everybody else's time that participated in this project. Uh, once the journey to 30 is completed, and I've got a couple of ideas in the in the basket for um, different episodes that I want to do or different different directions that I want to go. Um, but with that being said, I do want to open this up for any additional ideas or any thoughts that you have for the podcast. Please feel free to just shoot those over to me. Um, you can text them to me. You can comment on our Facebook wall. You can uh, write to us on Twitter. 
Um, yeah, if your idea fits within 140 characters. Um, but uh, with that being said, I'm going to shut up now and, and take it into the interview, and, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Thanks. So you're going to actually be the first person I've talked to that is under 30 for this project, but you are going to be turning 30 in a couple of months. Have you given any thought to the idea of turning 30? Like a lot of people make a big deal out of it. They say it's a milestone. Have you given any thought about, oh shit, I'm turning 30. Uh, My wife is an ex spot and I just, well, (laughs) there's, there's two thoughts that I always think about. The first one it's like where you are when you're tor- turning 30. Mm-hmm. Like, did you think you were going to be at this spot when you're turning 30? Did you, you know, are you, did you think you'd be passed out on a sidewalk in downtown turning 30? Or did you think you'd have a really nice job, uh-huh. a house, a girlfriend, a dog? You know, it, it's, it's about where you actually are when you hit that age. Um, and the other one is, you realize how close to 40 you are. Yeah. That's the, that's, I think that's the weird thing for me. And when you get to 40, your funny story, when you get to 40, you're halfway to 80. That's, that's Hornet Central High School math right there. I think the only thing is everybody I've talked to that's already over 30 is like, oh yeah, 30 was no big deal. 40 was scary. Like 40 seems to be like a bigger deal now for people. Well, I, I think 40 is the big deal because... 40's always been the big deal. You're like halfway through your life. Right. I think for people close to 30, 30 is a big deal. Right? 25 was a big deal when you were 24, right? Uh-huh. I, I don't, it wasn't for me, but, you know, I think right. for some people it is. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's weird because I always expected when I was 30 to feel like I was really grown up. Uh-huh. And I do feel like I'm really grown up, but I also still feel like I'm a raging kid inside. Yeah. And on the outside, I mean, I didn't think I would be trying to round up video game systems when I was 30. And here I am, possibly, not possibly, I am contemplating you know, getting the new Nintendo systems coming out. Uh-huh. Which I don't know if it will or not because I've heard good and bad things about it. But anyways, right. uh, I don't, it's just weird thinking, of, you know, when you were 20, did you think you'd be here when you were 30? Yeah. Or what did you think you would do? I guess, like, what do you think you would do when you were 30? And is, are you doing what you thought you'd be doing? I don't know if this is true for you, but I compare myself almost against, like, what my parents were doing at 30 versus what I'm doing at 30. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think my, my dad was playing video games at 30 like I do. You know, like, I don't think yeah. I don't think he was binge-watching Netflix shows at 30 or... Right. You know I mean? Just, like, what they're doing at 30 <clears throat> compared to, like, what we do at 30, if that's different and, like, how so. Well, it's a different... It's a different it's, era. It is. Yeah. It really is. You know, what was the what was the hot thing when your dad was 30? Like, Atari? Yeah. <laughs> roller, you know, roller skating? Roller skating? I don't know. Uh, I, you know, was he at the arcade? Uh-huh. You know, was he having um, beer bus? You know, what, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what 30 was like for them. You know, were they plowing the back 40, riding horses to work? You know, I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. I just think that's the thing. We're a different day and age. Uh, you know, if Netflix, well, Netflix was around when our parents were 30, they'd probably be watching Netflix. Yeah. So, 
part of this is like ta- just talking to people about their journey to 30, but then I'm making it, trying to make it really reflective about me because I just, I just turned 30, right? This is typical. Typical. Two, oh, you asshole. <laughs> two days after I turned 30. Um, so for the podcast, just say your name and then how how do you know me? How 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 are we connected? My name is Andy Goodnight. Um, that is his real last name, folks. Real last name. I've known Tim since. Sixth slash seventh grade, more more so seventh than sixth, I believe. Yeah. Um, you lived down the street from me in River Bluffs. River Bluffs, yeah. River Bluffs. Um, yeah. And once we met, we realized we were you were you were like my first real friend that I made outside the people that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my neighbors. Church friends, people I was in kindergarten with. You were like the first person, like my first friend in middle school. You know. And did we meet through? I feel like, um, like me, you, Matt, and Jordan all. Well, you and Matt were friends for a long time, but like me, you, and Jordan all became friends around that same time. Right. Well, and I think first off, I I never really took the. Uh, progressive academic track in high school and middle school and so that's why i'm pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure i met you through jordan because you and jordan probably were in class together Mm -hmm. or whatever um in you know algebra or whatever that was at that time right um you know and i was doing remedial addition and subtraction that's not you were doing more than shit than that whatever (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah you're right uh yeah yeah so the, the fir- this is going to be fun for you because you get to like really bust my balls in a lot of ways. Yes. Uh, I've been asking everybody what's their first thoughts and their first impressions were upon meeting me um, and just who I was at that time. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember your glasses and your gelled hair. Oh, shit. I, I used to put a lot of gel on that shit. Man, you were always so up with the up. I'm not going to lie, dude. You are always... Man, rocking that American Eagle or the um. What was the other one? Those white coral, those white coral. Oh shit! <laughs> like the puma, yeah. puma shell. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Um, but no, but you weren't, you weren't a douchebag though. Uh, that were, came later in life. Yeah, that came, that came. Yeah, when you were like twenty nine. Uh. Yeah, you were you were good. You're good, man. You were we hit it off just because you really didn't care. You just wanted to hang out and chill. Mm-hmm. We weren't always. Um, I mean, you know, for us it was fun sitting around playing video games. You know, right? Like we just, I think you were just a uh, a good down to earth person. That's what we just yeah. really kicked it off. Yeah, when you look at like our friendship, like, I mean, a lot of people we were friends with at that time, like we don't talk to or right. hang out with anymore. What do you think, how how do you think we were able to, like, stay friends and stay in touch, like, me, you, and George? I mean, even still, to this day, like, we just got back from a guy's ski trip, like, two months ago. Yeah. Um, man, I think it was so natural. Mm-hmm. You know, you people, you talk about, you think about people being in a, a natural relationship together, um, very organic. Uh, yeah, if I don't talk to you for a couple months, and I text you or call you... You don't ask to be like, hey man, what's up? 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to chat like we saw each other yesterday. Right. It's, it's, it's not like I'm scared to call you or you're scared to call me. If I'm if I'm pissed at you for something, I'm probably going to tell you. Like, I really don't know I'd be pissed at you anymore these days. But right. it's a very open. Like I said, it's very organic, man. It's natural. It's a it's this essence of a bromance. I don't know how any how much how you could say that any better. Yeah, I mean we I mean we make comments all the time like me you and Jordan about being like brothers and stuff. Like yeah, that, so. well you know I think we've been through. They were very open with each other. I think mm-hmm. we've been through a lot of shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been a lot of places. You know I've been all you know I, I traveled for a long time with work, and probably didn't see you for two or three years. Yeah. But guess what? Come back and see. It's like you know you never left. Take Jordan. Yeah, he lives in Salt Lake. You know, uh, get a chance maybe see him once a year, and he's mm-hmm. moving out to Cali. Who knows how long it'll be before we see him? But you know what? When I roll out there and see Jay, it's gonna be like something yesterday. Just like family. Yeah, yeah, it's just like family, man. So when 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 we were growing up, like this is middle school, high school, we'll even right. we'll even lump college in there. <laughs> right. Then um, this will be the fun part for you. We start we start to dog on me more and more okay, as the good. questions go on. What was the most annoying or like worst thing about me? Like that you just were like sometimes I just can't stand this about Tim growing up. Okay, are we talking about something you did or how you acted? Like you understand? You understand what I'm saying here? You just are answer. we talking about your personality or like? Just say, for instance, you constantly tap your foot. Are we talking something like that? You answer however you want to answer. You can do both. You can do one or the other, however you want to do it. Just like the one thing that sticks out is like the most annoying trait that I had back in the day. Man. (sighs) You know, I don't... This isn't to be mean... And it's no, no, you can be mean. That's right. the whole point. You can well, be mean. And, and you know, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not trying to get like sentimental or anything. But you always, man. I guess what you always fell hard really fast for women, <laughs> and and not really in like a love sense. Like, man, you know what? Like, I, I'm not dogging any of your ex girlfriends or anything uh-huh. by any means. Can't wait for Polly. Yeah, and I'm saying, but you know what? Polly's different though. Like, you didn't. It never seemed that you dove in fast with Polly, and Polly's super cool. So yeah. that helps out a lot, in my opinion. Um, she makes you look a lot better. But anyways, uh, you know, and again, for me, as being your brother, as being your one of your best friends, you know, it's always it's just sort of annoying. You'd be like, Tim, chill out, dude. Yep. Like. Right. It's okay, I feel you, and that's cool, because I, there's a saying that they say, and that might not be how it is right now, but I know it's going to come back to that, so I'm just going to let you ride that out, uh-huh. um, and I'm not going to say that saying, but yeah, we all know what that saying is, but, uh, and I think that would be it, and that wasn't, it wasn't like you ever dogged me out because of a, a, a girl, uh-huh. but there were definitely those times when you were preoccupied and it was like, damn, you just... That was true for a long time. It was. I, that wasn't even middle school. Yeah, that was like right. all yeah. the way through life. <laughs> yeah, but you cha- I mean, you've changed. And, and, and um, you know, not to, you know, not, I mean, it, it, 
I like I like Polly a lot, and I think that's it's really good. So that's a you changed. Yeah, so that's yeah. Not good for the better. All right, so this one. This one, and I, and I'm trying to ask like both sides of the coin. So I'm not trying to ask this thing. You like fluff me up or anything. Like right. That. No, 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 no. Like, what was like probably? You said like our friendship was really natural, but did you have like a favorite aspect of like our friendship or like me? I would I, say, man. For one, you were always there. Mm-hmm. You've always been there. You always will be there. Like, there's no doubt about that, man. Right. Like, dude, if I called you tomorrow and said, bro, I need you to come for Boone. It takes two hours and 45 minutes from here. You'd probably be there in two hours and 15. Because mm-hmm. that's just who you are. Because, like I said, I've been there for you. You've been there for me, but... And I'm not saying that because it's like you feel like you're paying me back. That's just who you are. Mm-hmm. You're just an... Un- you give unconditional love. Which is a, that's a great thing. But you... There's just... You know, you ride or die, man. Like, yeah. you're there. There's no... I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like I said, in a year from now, I had talked to you... All of a sudden, I need ten bucks slides to come up and save my life. <laughs> You're coming, dude. Like I know you will. You know? Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So, hold on. I want to go back real quick. Yeah. To one of the annoying things. Annoying things. Okay. Oh yeah. This is great. This is great. I, I, I wonder if you know what I'm gonna say. Um, but there was, my temper. No, nah, it wasn't really your temper. That was just this. This is probably the most annoying. Thing or the most pissed off I've ever been at you in my entire life, uh-uh. and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We were playing Knockout Kings. Oh yeah, like <laughs> a Knockout Kings 2005, and you kept throwing haymakers, and you wouldn't stop, and I didn't know how to block them, and you were just yeah that <laughs> that wheezy ass laugh, haymaker, haymaker. Dude, I, we almost weren't friends after that. Almost, but we were. I just wanted to go back and say that because I don't that, think it's been on the tip of my tongue for a long you, time. You and Jordan both were really pissed. I don't think I knew how pissed you were. No, because like, oh, there's nothing you could do about a haymaker, and I couldn't figure out how to throw one. And you were just over there wheezing and laughing your ass off throwing haymakers. So annoying. But it was like, hey, it's not like it ruined a friendship. But right. It was close. <laughs> That's why we quit playing that game. Yeah, that was. That's the sole reason. <laughs> that was. I, I've been looking for that game ever since. Um, it, it was right where the. Uh, um, what's that movie I lost under my bed for a long time? Oh, Garden State. <laughs> it was right beside Garden State. I knew you had that movie for the longest time. Um, all right, so the two like kind of like last questions that I have, because um, I just keep it pretty simple. What would you say has been like? Not just annoying, but like, what if you probably would view, like, if you look at our entire friendship, like, the worst moment, or like, the hardest moment, or like, a point where I like, really disappointed you, or like, let you down? Um, you know, I can't really say that you've ever let me down. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, you know, you're always there. I doubt there's ever been a time when I needed you there and you weren't around. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't ever really say you've let me down. I will say there's been times when I might have been like disappointed in a decision you made. Right. But that never necessarily like let me down. I would I was more or less frustrated because I saw something differently than you did. But then again, it's not my life. I'm there mm-hmm. to support you, not you know. Not tell you what to do. You think that goes um, back to like 
the conversations about like women and like decisions that make yeah, men. Yeah, and I hate you know, and I hate to say this is all about women. It sounds so stupid, but you know, just uh, you know, I think as we all are in life, as we find out who we want to be and who we want to be with and who we are, mm-hmm. we change. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, as I did, as many people who are listening did, um, as a lot of them still will do. And I think as you were going through that change, I think some of that was frustrating for me because, you know, my thing is, how is Tim going to end up in the long run? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I guess worrying about you would be the, what I'm saying. Yeah. And not really worried about you like, oh my God, is Tim going to make it? It's like, man, I don't know if this is a good decision. Mm-hmm. Right? But evidently it was an okay decision because it placed you where you are today. Right. So that's that's a great thing. Yeah. I think that's probably the most insightful answer I've gotten yet because I, th- I think like that kind of speaks to like well, the whole point of why I'm doing the journey to 30, right? Is how did a right. person grow and how do they change and right. get better? And they're, so like, that, right. that's really helpful. Um, yeah. And like, like I said, it's, it's not like, I know I'm repeating myself here, but they were obviously, they, I said they were okay decisions. I mean, they were good decisions. They were great decisions because they placed you where you are today, which is a fantastic place. Right. Right? And you're in it, and it's a, you're, you love life. It's wonderful right now. And so obviously those decisions led you here. But that is what I would say would be the most, and disappointing is such a strong word, but uh, the, the, the most upset I've been with you, and it's not like I would verbally be upset with you. Right. It's be like I'd be driving away going, Tim, what the, what the hell are you doing, yeah. dude? Well, I think that's one of the interesting things though, is like, when I look at our friendship, is that even when you didn't agree with what what I, my choices were, what my decisions were, you still supported me right. in my decisions, because that's like what, what, a, what a friend and like what a brother would do. Absolutely. And if I had ever thought that <clears throat> something was going to be detrimental Mm-hmm. To your health and your well-being, you know. Obviously, I would have said something, but right. um, you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you not to do something just because I don't see it the same way as you do. Right. So, when you look at like our friendship, like not just like fun times that we've had, but like the moments that like really probably like defined and like solidified our friendship, like the moments where we were at our our best or like we really shared a unique situation or moment right. that you know you felt like we really came through or, or I really I, I guess because I have to be the focus here like it sounds it sound like so I know you're so big headed like a, poem, a moment where you that, yeah. where you were like I'm really really glad and, and who Tim is and like on my friendship with him because X, Y, and Z happened and, and Tim did X, Y, and Z or something like that like, the, like a counterpoint to those disappointing moments well yeah so I think that we've had a an interesting amount of trips together. Mm-hmm. You know, back early in college, um, you know, we went down to see your dad down in, yeah, your mom and dad down in yep. Mississippi. Um, a road trip with Spencer <laughs> Griffith. That was interesting. Oh. Very interesting trip, but the part that sticks out to me was you were driving a two door. Toyota Camry. So that'd be a toy that'd be a Camry coupe. Yeah. I didn't know if anybody knew those existed, but they yep. did. They were had some gold BBS rims <laughs> on it. I don't know why I know so much about these things. I just 
Attention to detail, but it did. I'll never forget those gold rims. Damn. It was the only time I was ever rolling on gold rims. They were flashy, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we drove down there in your mom's Santa Fe. I, I know we did. No, you guys flew in. Oh, yeah, you picked us up in your mom's Santa Fe. But I drove. You drove. We drove all the way back from Jackson, Mississippi uh-huh. in that Camry Coupe. Yep. No air conditioner. I sat in the back with the windows down the and I distinctly remember going around Atlanta, and it was, you know, it was like 175 degrees outside, it had to be at least, you know, humidity is 375%, and I remember sitting in the back seat being like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done, I hate both of y'all, I'm never going to talk to y'all again, yeah. um, I don't know, just, you know, funny Funny moments. Funny moments like that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I mean, like going skiing, like, uh-huh. to this day, you know, it's like last, you know, couple, or month, two months ago, you know, going skiing, like, that's that's just good stuff. Yeah. It's hard to find people that you can be friends with for, you know, almost 20 years and still still do shit like that and not get on each other's nerves yeah. or want to kill each other or just look past the things that do get on your nerves. Yeah. I will also say, Andy tells me he's going to slap the shit out of me every day that we're around each other. So, I mean, I'll, I'll probably get on his nerves more than he's admitting here. But I really do like texting you like 7 o'clock in the morning being like, hey, Tim, good morning. And then you reply, hey, Andy. And I go, Tim, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't say that. That's, a good, that's that. a good way to start my day. It's a real real confidence boost. Yeah. Um, like a double shot of espresso. So, uh, before I ask my final question, one thing I was talking about... So, I interviewed my mom for this. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to hear that. I'm not editing that out. Um, and uh, I was talking to her about, like, our worst moment that we had. Right. And she could have said a lot of things, but she didn't say anything like I was like, oh, Tim was a shitty son at any point. But right. But she brought up that wreck I was in. Yep. When I hit the woman on the bike. Yep. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but just so everybody should know, it was not my fault at all. No. But, uh, and, and so, and, and she was just like, you know, it was really hard because she wasn't there for me. She's like, you didn't have any family down here. And so I was thinking about that coming into this conversation because I was like, well, but I did have family there. Like, right. as soon as it happened, I called you. Right. And I called you before I called her, which... She's not gonna be too happy when she hears. But like, I called right. you, um, you and your family. Like, uh, obviously, you stayed with me the whole time. The whole time right. the cops were there, and I went into shock. I'm pretty right. confident. Like, yeah, couldn't talk, couldn't do anything. Right. Um, and then you know, you and your family uh, like kept me up and, and, and took me in yeah. and like let me stay with you until my family came home. And so, um, when I look back on our, our best moment, and this wasn't even supposed to be like me sharing my best moments, but I would say over the last thirty years, like that was one of those moments where it solidified in my mind. This isn't just a friend I went to high school with. Like, this is somebody who's, like, legitimately one of the closest people I know, one of the most solid right. people I know, right. um, one of the most important people in my life. And so, you know, as I was thinking about this, I just want to, like, lie, but hear, like, that, how strong of a friend you've been to well, me. Well, and I, comp- I completely agree with that. I didn't know we were trying to go there, so I didn't, I didn't bring up that situation. I know you're talking but, about But, you. like, in that situation, for me, it's the same thing, man. It's like, you called. Uh-huh. And it was like within 20 seconds, I was in my car down the road. Like, right. It doesn't matter. I'm there. You know, I got you. I'll, you know, I always yeah. will. You know. Although that, you remember that cop? You remember that cop telling that woman? You yeah. Remember what he said? He's like, I knew she was gonna. Or 
He like threw a blanket at her. Or no, something. he said, "I knew you were gonna get hit one day riding up and down the road with no lights uh, on your bicycle." You remember that? I mean, I, I mean, it is the old HC. But yeah. Do you remember him saying, "I don't"? I'm pretty sure her bike wasn't insured. <laughs> oh um, man! I mean, that's and that's something else, man. Like here we go from an extremely intense, mm-hmm. a very scary situation to to laughing about it. Like, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, that, that, that that's. Rare. Uh, yeah, it's not something that everybody can do. No, it's rare. I'm not so. saying everything's a joke to us, but and especially like I mean, yeah, I think it was what ten years ago almost. Yeah, and yeah, looking back on the situation, that it's sort of just oh, it's definitely entertainment now. It's... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I mean, for the two of us, I mean, we're gonna be both turning thirty this year, right? And then. Like you said, 40 seems like a bigger deal. So I've been trying to talk to people a little bit about over the next 10 years. Uh, and, and apologies for anybody can hear Bandit just being a hellion in the background. But it was okay. Over the next 10 years, like what are you just kind of hoping for either my life or your life and just like how things develop? What are some growth points that you could see uh, as you, we journey towards 40? Um... Yeah, I don't. That's a tough question. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like, I like, I like what I do right now. I really enjoy what I do right now. Um, thinking about forty is, it's tough because you know I try to think about next week. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do plan. Oh, what by forty? Yeah, I hope I have a house. I hope. I have the ability to take a vacation mm-hmm. or the ability to have, you know, put good food on my table and be able to, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I look at things differently. I want to be able to uh, live comfortably mm-hmm. and, and not, not saying that means nice things. I just wanted to be able to live comfortably. Mm-hmm. And I think comfortable means different things for different people. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know how other people feel or how you feel, but you know, to me, that's that's being happy with what I do, being happy with who I'm with, being happy with the place I'm at. Yep. You know, I, that's why I live. That's why I live in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I took a job where I could have made a lot. I could have probably made close to double the salary going somewhere else. You know, I could have moved to Houston, Texas, and taken a job double salary. Yep. Would I've been happy in Houston? Absolutely not. Right. You know, nothing against Texas or Houston. I've heard it's great. But that's not, you know, and of course, you know, cost of living and all this stuff factors in. Yeah. And we straight up, I could have moved to Charlotte and made at least a third more. Right. Um, you know, and I just want to be happy and comfortable and enjoy life. I feel like the journey to 30 is about growing as an individual and as a person. Right. The journey from 30 to 40 is like you grow in your, the extra things, like your relationships. You grow right. in your job and in your career right. you just yeah yeah but yeah um, i think like that's what's gonna happen is like in the next 10 years we'll probably start to be married or have families or right. you know be i don't know just a variety of different ways that we're gonna grow in the next 10 years yeah. probably i think that's a really good i think that's a really good way of putting it you know the journey the uh, the journey to 30 is about finding out who you are mm-hmm. and then it feels like at least for me I don't know how it is in for you. This last part 
of that journey, like things are, man, things are starting to last. Uh, things are starting to come together and come around. Like I've had a couple jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I graduated college. I went back, got a master's. You know, I'm starting to figure things out. Yeah, I might be 29. Yeah, I could have probably done that when I was 24, but I was doing stuff when I was 24 and 23 that I'm glad I'm doing at 24 and 23 because I would not want to be doing those things at 29 years old. Uh, You know, just... uh, That's not where I'd want to be at this time, you know? Uh, And it's it's the same thing for you. That, That journey has... It's so funny that you call it the journey to 30 because it really is. And that journey is like, man, you've been traveling on this journey for so long. You're finally getting to that destination, getting to who you are, where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Then you're right. On the way to 40, you're sort of working out. You're working out. Okay, now I'm in my final destination. Let me figure out what I'm going to do here. It's almost like journey to 30, you're figuring out who you are. And then 30 to 40, you're figuring out... How do I fit in? How does this person that I am fit into the world around me, in a way? Well, and that's if you... That's if you care about people around me, which I usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that's... It's so weird, just, you know, because that's only... It's only 10 years. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's going to be the big... It's gonna be the big right, you feel like, man, 10 years, dude. Man, I'm 40... Yeah, you know, I think about my parents turning 40... I was like, I'm about to be that age. Yep. You know, my parents weren't doing this stuff when they were 40. <laughs> my, parents, my parents already had two kids in school by my right. age. I was just like, hey, I man, can't I imagine might, that. Dude, I might have two kids in school. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I got the joke there. I was like, hold up. That's I'm going to do a much. They're not new. Yeah. <laughs> That was a joke. That By the way, I'll, I'll leave his middle name in the rest of the podcast <laughs> if you ladies need to find him. <laughs> Please don't. My uh, girlfriend will kill you. We'll have, Apple computers are just distributing the podcast. Tim, uh, the people who make the microphone. I'm just kidding. I love We're going to have the DNA Helix up on, <laughs> online so you can just do your own matches at home. Oh, that's a joke. That is a yeah. joke. I'm going to edit all of this out. That's don't Because your parents will probably listen once you post this on your Facebook page or something. <laughs> That's um, cool. Anything you uh, anything you said you want me to edit out or you don't want me to include besides really the baby don't. making joke? I really don't care, man. All right, and cool. even if you leave that in there, and you guys all heard him. You heard him say that I could leave that joke in there just in case he tries to, to come back and complain later. Uh, but with that being said, that wraps up the second part of the Journey to 30 series brought to you by the 7 Stars Podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Leave us a, a like on Facebook, share on social media, give us a rating and review on iTunes, what have you. Just get the word out about this podcast if you like us and support us. And then also um, be on the lookout. I'll be talking to you guys soon in the next couple weeks with part three of the same series, Journey to 30. Thanks.